0: There's a drive in Kelly for like serious self-worth. Get curious about sex. I'm not only going to woo my partner, but I'm going to woo myself. And then meditate. I'm like, oh my God, I'm a monk. You're not always in control. And it was like pride. not have periods. Did not have emotions. I'm going to need to feel everything. I found in those shattered pieces my truth. We're just piling more shame and judgment on top of the original problem. You're sick. Your body's revolting against you. Epstein-Barr virus, not a These are things that can be simmering on you that you don't know. And they're the trigger for your problem. Making the connection between your mind and your body emotional needs. That is how we heal. Is it just me or did 2020 just sneak up on us? I'm pretty sure I don't know how I got here. (laughs) I'm 32 years old now. It is 2020. I have a dog. I live in Colorado. I, I just like don't know how I got to this point in my life, but here we are. And also my show has a new name, So for those of you who have stuck around with me and are OG listeners from the platform podcast, and you've been here for Ceremony Wellness, and now you're here for The Kelly Show, damn, I appreciate you for putting up with me and being along for the ride of this evolution. I have changed so much over the last year and a half. Sometimes I feel like I can't keep up with myself, which means my show has to try to do the same, um, but I am so excited to be back with you all to start this year. I feel such good vibes and energy for 2020. So many amazing things on the horizon. Also, difficult things happening at the same time, which is life, right? Can't always be butterflies and rainbows, and it doesn't always have to be super dark and feel like hell. So, we are here for the balance and the back and forth and. Just trying to figure it all out one day, one second at a time. And this is going to be a fun show. I'm going to be talking about my intentions for 2020, what I am looking forward to most, what is scaring me and all the things in between. So stay tuned because we're starting the year off with a bang and some real honesty and trust and surrender. And a whole lot of love as well as some announcements. So my first announcement, if you guys have never heard of my dear friend Kristen Hinman, you are missing out. one, she was on my show last year. so make sure you go back and listen to that. But she is launching a podcast today actually. and I'm so proud of her because we've been talking about this for a while and it has come together in the most beautiful way. So, Just a little background. Kristen has been not only an incredible friend and mentor to me, but has really taken control of my brand and the work that I do from a marketing and PR and strategy standpoint. So everything that I've done over the last year has really involved Kristen in many ways, from random phone calls to helping me with Google ads, to supporting me and how to be a better leader, to really finding my voice and my branding. And I can't tell you how supportive and amazing and genuine she is and so knowledgeable. She doesn't know everything. She will be the first to admit it, but sometimes it really feels like she does. I think she's lying. I think she really does have the keys to the castle and she's holding back on me. But she started a podcast and it's called Cut the Crap. Here for it, obviously. Um, She is doing such an amazing job of delivering unfiltered business advice and strategies to entrepreneurs like me who are really committed to doing what it takes to achieve the growth and the success that they know they are capable of. She's the founder and creative director of a digital marketing agency called PR Media, and she and her team work with brands like mine, like I was telling you, who are ready to leverage their name and success into a profitable lead generation in the online marketing world. Um, She's also helping me launch an entire podcast network, big announcement, We have a podcast network y'all. I'm going to get into that in a second, but she is the brains and the backing behind this. So don't let her sell herself short. Not only does she do online marketing, but she does entire strategy for new businesses. So if you're ready for a no nonsense approach to finding stability and profit in your business, go to Apple podcasts, download cut the Crap podcast with Kristen Hinman. Make sure you subscribe. You can also visit ctcpod.com to find out more and it is my pleasure to say cut the crab podcast is a soul fire productions show that's the name of my new company y'all soul fire productions i am working with kristen and connor and an incredible team of people and we are producing and editing podcasts. We have an entire network that will be branded with sponsorships. We have our own studio in our house, which many of you know about, but we are going to be supporting voices in the podcast space, creating platforms and leverage and connection with big brands and more listeners. Because what I have seen is that a lot of podcasters don't know what to do. And I was that person. I didn't know how to grow. I didn't know how to get reviews. I didn't know how to connect with my audience what my voice was, how to name a show. Clearly I have been struggling with that. So we created an incredible company that we are launching as we speak. If you host a podcast or want to host a podcast and you want support, you want a mastermind, you want coaching, you want someone to help you with all the ins and outs of production and equipment, how to book guests, uh, how to get sponsorships, we're handling everything. Just reach out to me, send me a message and we can get you all connected I'm so thrilled we'll have more information on this moving forward. But for now, get Cut the Crap Podcast. Remember Soulfire Productions. Reach out if you have questions or want to work with us. And let's get into the show. As I begin 2020, just like I did when I started 2019, I took a lot of time to figure out what my intention for the year is. And here's the thing. If you were with me last year, you may remember me talking about how I don't believe in resolutions. I just don't. They don't work. We don't follow through with them. And I just feel that we have been taught to make resolutions that are very surface level. I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to stop drinking coffee. I want to go for a walk every day. I want to only be on Instagram for an hour a day lovely intentions, right? Like we go into it with the right intention of doing something better for ourselves, better for our mental health, better for our bodies. And those are all commendable things that you want to do for yourself. My argument, however, is what's beneath that resolution. So if you want to lose weight, why, if you want to stay off Instagram, why, what is the driving force behind that? And this can speak to anything. This speaks to people with chronic illness. This peaks, speaks to people in relationships that are struggling. This speaks to people who want a better sex life. This speaks to people who want better connection with their bodies. Why? What is going on? What are you feeling? What's coming up for you? What is the theme in your life that is causing you to want to make this change until you get clear on that? You're not going to make the changes you want. You're not going to stick with it because you have very little reasoning for it because you are only reaching the surface. So let's dive a little deeper. My intention for 2019 was I surrender. I surrender because I have been controlling my life and holding on for dear life. This death grip of everything happening that I wanted to micromanage every tiny moment of my life, of of other people's lives, what other people did, how they responded to me, how things were going to look. I tried to like really carve out this path and stick to the plan. And anything that was outside of that, I lost my freaking mind. So as I was coming out of something really difficult to start the year last year, and really getting into spirituality and moving into plant medicine and knowing I was going to go on an ayahuasca retreat and really wanting to call in an incredible relationship, wanting to heal a lot of my own wounding and insecurities and beliefs about myself. My intention was I surrender, but I did not get to that intention without a lot of work. So much journaling, random thoughts, pain, Memories, feelings I had, anger. I got it all out. And what that allowed is space for me to construct and curate the intention with which I would walk into 2019 with. I surrender was born out of pain and struggle and fucking honesty with myself. Because if we're not honest with ourselves, we're not going to create the resolution or intention that we really want. It's not going to really resonate. So if you want an intention or a way of being an embodiment, then you have to be radically honest with yourself. So I wrote every day in my journal, Dear Universe, I Surrender, every day in 2018, And now, as I begin 2020 and my life looks vastly different, and the problems I'm dealing with are different in a lot of ways, but also the same. I see the control stuff popping up still. I see insecurities. I see the way I analyze things and try to stick to the path, and I I struggle with that. And maybe that's a lifelong struggle for me. But now a a lot of that has been worked through in many ways. So the insecurities I had a year ago have sort of evolved into different ones because I've gotten rid of some stuff, which then let me get to the next layer of things to work through, an opportunity to work through more. And so now that I'm at this new layer, the word that keeps coming up for me is open. Open, 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 open. I almost heard it like that in my head for a couple days as the year was closing and then the two days, January 1st and 2nd, it was like, open. I am open, open, open. And I, I started thinking, why is it open? Why is open the word coming up? Cause it kind of feels like surrender. Well, I think, and what I feel is that I've worked through this idea of surrendering and letting go. And I've worked through it so far now that I have had different experiences. I have been available to different and new things. And so now I want to really dive fully into that. I want to fully surrender into this idea of being open, open to things that I judged open to the person I'm becoming open to new experiences open in the way that I share with you all and being less reserved and scared of being judged and what you will think of me open in the way I express myself, whether it's in private or in public, open sexually and with my sexuality and the way I express it and the way I feel. So if I'm feeling something, not saying, oh, that's bad, don't do it, or don't feel that, that's not okay. Just really allowing myself to feel what I want to feel. And in this openness, the ability to have experiences that I truly crave and experiences that i never even knew that i wanted or would like. Connor said something the other day that i really liked. He said and i'm going to butcher this, but it was something along the lines of we're all going to die one day and we're all going to die having done things that we having not done things that we would have loved. So let's try and make that list of things that we would have loved that we didn't do as short as possible. I was like, damn, that is profound. Sometimes he says things and I'm like, wow, you're very smart. (laughs) So I thought about that and I thought, huh, that's actually been the last year for me. I have done things in the last year I didn't even know existed. I not even in my realm of understanding or knowing or belief and I've done them. I've also done things that I judged and said, absolutely not. I will never do that. I can't believe she does that or that they would think that or they think that's okay or any of that, right? Things that we so harshly judge our entire lives because we are taught to believe it's not okay. And then all of a sudden we do it and we're like, oh my God, I love it. I did that a lot this year, you guys. (laughs) Some of that I'm not ready to talk about. As open as I am, I'm working through things personally, before I am going to share them with you, but just know that I have put myself out there and I have done things that I judged and I have done things that I never knew existed. And what has that shown me? That has shown me that there is a whole world out there that I can experience, that I can try, that I can be curious in, that I never knew was there. And all it takes is putting yourself out there, trying something different. When someone brings something up and your immediate response is, I would never do that. You should probably think twice about why you're having that response. Because guess what, y'all? It's probably because you want to do it. But you're judging yourself because you were taught to. Taking time to reflect on the way you respond to things will give you so much clarity about what you actually want in your life. Just being honest with yourself about the things that you do every day. So every day I react this way to certain things or my natural response is this, what if you started questioning those things? Not in a bad way, not like, oh, you're doing something wrong. Why are you doing that? Just taking a big picture look at why you make some of the decisions you do why you respond the way you do and where that's coming from. Because what I have learned is that most of those natural responses or this is just the way I am or act things don't actually serve me anymore. They're not actually in alignment with me or my belief system. So why am I doing them? Because it's all I know. And until I put myself in new situations and experiences, that's always going to be all I know taking yourself outside of your box and your bubble and trying different things, trying a different response, even if that's not the response that you're going to have forever. Maybe the way you respond to something really is in alignment with you. At least you questioned why, because now you know, before you were operating like a robot. Now you are thoughtful and intentional about the way you act, about the way you think, about the way you believe. And the more you can ask yourself why or question yourself or question other things, the more you learn and the more you get outside of this realm of understanding of the world that you've had for so long, the scope gets bigger. And when it gets bigger, your opportunities become more plentiful. Your chances for joy and satisfaction and fulfillment and curiosity and adventure and play grow. And what I see is that I was so scared to play. And I think, I know you all well enough now because you message me every day, you're in the same place. You are scared to play because it means unknown. You're scared to let go of control, to try new things, to operate differently because you don't know what's on the other side of that. And yeah, it can be scary as shit, but all the good stuff's over there too. We hold ourselves back so often because we don't know what else there is. And it's easier to be where we are with a knowing, if I respond this way, he will do this. Even if it's like, if I respond and be dramatic and blow this thing up and, project all of my fears and insecurities on him, and then he's going to yell at me, and then we're not going to have sex, and then we're going to be in a fight for three days. At least you know that when you respond like that, that's how it's going to play out, right? That is comfort and safety, even though it feels uncomfortable and it sucks. What I started doing, instead of being dramatic and blowing things up and going over the top and nitpicking at shit that I didn't need to nitpick at, I decided to respond differently. And what happened? My relationship got better. Instead of projecting my stuff onto my boyfriend or my parents or my friends, I looked internally. I asked myself why I worked through my stuff on my own as much as possible. And I let them be the way they are without trying to control them, without trying to create a path for them or carve out how this scenario will look. I took a step back, took a breath, didn't react the way I always did. And my, oh my, how wonderful things got. We are so hell bent on doing things the way we've always done them because it's what we know that is not open. It's not open. That is close minded. And shut off to everything. If you want to experience change, if you want to feel free and wild and sexual and abundant and joyful and healthy, something has to change. And usually, I would say 90% of the time, that has nothing to do with anyone else. Did you hear that? 90% of the time, it's on you. you're in a toxic relationship, get the fuck out. You're allowing that. If you are in a job you hate, find a way to do something you love. Create something else. Think outside of your, your scope and the box that you've been in and think about what else you can do. Or find things away from work that bring you joy so that your work that you don't enjoy is not everything. Because yeah, I've been there too. I've done jobs I don't want to do and it sucked, but I worked really hard on creating a career and a life that I wanted aside from that so that I wouldn't have to live in that space forever. If you are feeling sick, you have chronic illness or something along those lines. And I speak to that so much as you know, because that's my experience. So can't speak to, you know, everything else, but if you have chronic illness and you don't feel good, it's time to look within. It's time to say, what am I doing to help myself? I had this woman messaging me all day yesterday and today talking about all of her health problems and chronic illness, and she's had all these surgeries, and doctors are saying this, that, and the other. And I asked her twice, have you made the mind-body connection? Have you looked at, like, the emotional trauma that your body has experienced that's now causing it to revolt against you. And she would not answer the question. She just kept telling me what the doctors were telling her. Sometimes we're so attached to a diagnosis or how someone describes us that we then believe that that's our identity. So then we can't see anything outside of that. If you want to feel better, you have to acknowledge what you've been through, what your body and your mind and your soul, And your heart have experienced. And I've preached about this in the last few solo episodes I've done, but it's not about the food. Yeah. The food heals. It does amazing things for your body, but it is not the core issue. It is not the core issue. The core issue is assault and being molested and being abandoned and not feeling like you're good enough and not feeling worthy and being in horrible car accidents or having witnessed your parents killed or your child die, those are traumatic instances. Those are experiences that are the catalyst for our illness and our desire to keep ourselves safe in a box because it's a lot easier to stay safe in a box of a chronic illness diagnosis because we know what we're going to feel like every day. Death. That's what we're going to feel like. Fucking death. Like we don't want to live. Like we want to crawl in a hole and wake up when it's over. Yeah, I know I've been there. It's a lot scarier to say, what caused this? Now I have to do the emotional and the spiritual work to take a look at what my childhood was like, how my sexuality was shut down how my lower half of my body is numb because I'm so disconnected from it because I was taught that being sexual, touching myself, or experiencing pleasure is bad. That I wasn't allowed to play. That I felt the pressure of the world to be perfect. That a relative molested me. That I was assaulted by a coworker. As I'm saying this, it's even hard to say all these things. And I've done so much of the work around this stuff that I have experienced in my life. And it's been painful and hard and scary, but I'm not in pain anymore. I haven't been sick with chronic illness in over a year and a half, but it wasn't until I did the emotional work that I got there. It wasn't until I let go of the identity of Kelly, the sick girl, that I was able to see myself as someone else. When I see myself as being sick and then I tell everyone that I'm sick and I can't do anything and I don't feel good and this is too hard and you get in this cycle of really believing that that's, that's it for you. That's all you have. It's everything inside of you, but it's not. And this is why my intention is open. I am open because the more I open, the more I blossom And the more I blossom, the more I become myself. And the more I become myself, the more I like myself. And the thing that I heard over and over and over again last year from so many of you is that you don't like yourself and you're tired and you're sad and you don't have the connections with yourself and with others that you want. And you're not feeling the kind of pleasure and joy that you really desire. You're not speaking up for yourself. You're not asking for what you want. Now is your time. Now is your time. This is for you. A chance to fulfill a promise to yourself that you will take care of yourself above all else. That you will fill your cup before you give to others. That in choosing yourself, you are a better husband, wife, partner, mother, friend, daughter. It is not selfish to choose yourself. It is not selfish to do what is best for you. It is our right. When I am not choosing me, but I'm choosing Connor first, our relationship sucks. And vice versa. We literally want to kill each other when that's happening. The best advice I got from my therapist, she said, you're so worried about keeping Connor happy. You're driving him crazy. Focus on keeping yourself happy, making you happy, doing what brings you pleasure and joy. And that will make him happy. I was like, (laughs) damn it. It's so true though. We're so focused on everyone else. The holidays. I mean, come on. All we do is people please for a month and a half, multiple Thanksgivings, multiple Christmases, or Hanukkahs, or whatever it is that you celebrate, or maybe you're not celebrating, and actually I'm a little jealous of you. (laughs) But you're people pleasing, you're buying presents, you're flying all over, you're hanging out with people you don't really wanna hang out with, you're like having small talk, you feel constricted and anxiety, and you're just like, what the hell am I doing with my life? And you, in that process, are lost. All of you, gone. And then January 1st comes and you're like, I feel bloated. I'm fucking tired. I have no energy. I haven't worked out in two weeks and I just want to lay in bed. How do I know that? Because I just did it. (laughs) We get to choose ourselves. We get to. What an amazing opportunity to look at yourself in the mirror and get really clear. This is the life that I want to live for me things out of that alignment, bye bye Then you make space for what you really want. But if you don't let go of some things, and if you don't choose yourself, where the fuck are you supposed to curate this beautiful life that you so desperately want? Where? If you can find a place for that to be, please email me and let me know where you found that. It is not possible to have what you want to be the person you want without letting some things go without surrendering your control and without being open to what is truly meant for you. Life is funny and hard and fun and playful and sometimes sad. But in honoring ourselves, we can go through life with so much more ease. And we can really find what it is that we've been searching for. And if that's amazing friendships with other women or solo trips to Europe or more time in nature or really just connecting with our partner or being open to doing something just a little different or admitting something finally to ourselves. That we have been holding in for so long. So scared. So much fear around what that would mean. It doesn't have to be heavy. It can be light. And that's a beautiful thing that I've learned from Connor. Is I tend to have anxiety. And feel heavy. And I definitely veer towards depression. And things feel really really heavy on my shoulders and I put this immense pressure on myself and I mean honestly five minutes before I even started recording this I was going through something really hard and I was crying and he just looked at me and he said babe it's not your job to make it better or to fix it it's not your job and I felt this heaviness lift off my shoulders and I was like wow I have been carrying that since I was probably five years old, if not earlier, of feeling the need to fix and take care of and make better. It's not my job. And the lightness and the playfulness that he infuses into my life shows me that I can have fun and I don't always have to be so serious, though I feel like this is a 20 minute very serious monologue. (laughs) There's a time and a place. There can be that back and forth and the balance of doing that deep personal work and also dancing and laughing and giggling and playing. After this, I am going to the hot springs here in Idaho Springs with my girlfriend, Sam. And we're just going to go be naked in some mud caves. And she messaged me the other day and she was like, what do you want to do? We're trying to plan. She goes, I just really want to do something fun with you. And I told Connor today, Sam is a really, really good friend for me. And he said, yeah, she really is. And it's because she reminds me to infuse the play. She and I have had some heavy fucking conversations in the last couple of weeks. And she's really held space for me so beautifully. And now she's reminding me that We get to play too. We get to go be naked and cover ourselves in mud and laugh and laugh and laugh. This year is an opportunity for you to find yourself, to love yourself, to be true to who you are and to let go of anything that is no longer for you without shame and guilt. I'm speaking specifically to the women right now listening. Men, I love you, but this is not necessarily your trait, so bear with me for a second. Maybe this will help you understand us. Girls, we try to do everything. We try to make it all right. We try and wrap the presents perfectly and tie a beautiful gold bow with a really cute name tag that's written with gold Sharpie And we decorate the tree and place all the presents under and stuff the stockings that are personalized from Pottery Barn. And we clean the house and we make everything shiny and we put on the cute outfit and we play the role. And things don't always look shiny and they don't go the way we want. And we feel like we've failed This year, don't wrap the presents so beautifully. Leave a little dirt on the counter and have a little more fun. Messy imperfection allows for so much more joy and play and pleasure. Last night, Connor and I were kinda high and I really wanted to have sex and his whole body was so sore. He was like, what kind of sex do you wanna have? (laughs) I need to know what you need from me right now. And I said, chill sex, you just lay there. And I don't remember exactly what happened after that, what we were talking about, but we were laughing so hard. And it was so playful and fun. And I was going in thinking like, oh, I wanna be so sexy. And I really want him to want me and grab me and like ravage me. And then he was just like, I'm dying. And I was like, let's have chill sex. And then we laughed so hard. And then it turned into like really yummy sex but I let go of expectations. I let go of pressure for both of us. And I just laughed, which made me feel sexy, which made him more turned on and want me more, which then allowed us both to experience pleasure and play. And it was messy and silly and it was not perfect. You know, when you're like trying to take your pants off and you're gonna have sex and it gets caught on your ankle and you're like, oh my God, this is not sexy. Have more of those moments. Laugh about them. It's all beautiful and it's all good. And we try so hard to make it perfect and look a certain way and impress people. And we become someone else for others. I'm done being someone else for every fucking other person. I'm done. So if you are too, come back to yourself, choose yourself, be the person you want to be, and be shameless about it. If you listen to the last episode of 2019, it was about only having so many fucks to give. I'm straight up out of fucks, y'all. I'm just straight up out of them. I don't have the energy for it. And man, that feels good to just be done. This year, we are going to have such incredible guests on the show. The people I have lined up for the next couple months are so magnificent. I don't even know where to begin. Not to mention, I am going to be so much more unfiltered and honest with you because I have said this multiple times, I want this show to be real. I don't want it to be another wellness show, which is part of why I changed the name of the show and the branding. I want it to be wildly imperfect and messy so that you too can be honest and wildly messy and so fucking sexy and connected to your body, getting everything you want and not feeling guilty for asking for it or putting yourself out there. Those are the type of people I want to talk to. Those are the guests that are booked for this show. And let me tell you something, we are going to go there. And there's some radical honesty and admissions coming. And I think one of the coolest things for me was realizing that (sighs) I can just let go. And that's why I changed the name of the show. I was so scared to be big and to take space and to really be who I am that I picked lots of other names to hide behind. And I don't consider myself a wellness person because I think so much of wellness has gotten so tarnished and screwed up that I'm just here to be honest and talk about lots of different things and share my life with you and go on this journey with you so that we can all have resources and honest conversations that allow us to blossom. And the background, if you've seen the new thumbnail, which I'm guessing you have because you're listening to the show, to go full woo on you right now looks just like my soul home that I saw when I was on ayahuasca in Costa Rica with Connor last year. I melted into this place that was this feminine energy, and every person was just a blob of energy touching and connected and moving, and it was pinks and blues and sand colors, and it was so bright and gorgeous and warm and welcoming. And I realized then that is where I want to be. I want to be in a space that is love and pure connection and pure energy. And this feminine touch that holds space like a bad bitch, but also is so soft and caring and holds me with kindness and grace. Kindness, grace, love, warmth, honesty, truth, wildly imperfect, We are doing this, we are open in 2020, and it is our time to choose us, to move forward and to let go. I love you guys, let's do this year. Thank you all so much for listening to The Kelly Show. If you haven't yet subscribed, be sure to do so now and head to ratethispodcast.com slash kelly to leave a five-star review. And as a bonus for doing that, if you send me a screenshot of your review before you submit, I will get you a little thank you gift in the mail. All right, we have another juicy episode coming for you next week, so stay tuned. And as always, if I can support you in any way, please reach out. Remember, I'm just a DM or an email away. See you guys soon.